to Flip the Library, the Gwinnett County Public Library podcast. I'm Melissa Gramont, branch manager at the Snellville branch. And I'm Steve Thomas, the Collins Hill branch manager. In 1967, the city of Buford agreed to pay the Lake Lanier Regional Library for library services and a branch was opened. As the population of the region began to grow and grow very rapidly, especially in Gwinnett County, the inadequate space, materials, services, and funds became more and more critical. In rapid succession until 19... August of 1990, new buildings were opened at seven locations, including the Buford Sugar Hill Branch. The size of the total collection doubled, and each building was approximately 10,000 square feet. And 30 plus years later, the branch continues to serve the Buford and Sugar Hill communities and surrounding communities. Today, we are here with two staff members from the branch. Could you all please introduce yourselves? Hello, my name is Wanda Latrell. I'm a library associate. Um, I'm also the teen rep and a volunteer coordinator. I've been with the Beaufort branch for five years now. I've been with the system for almost 10 years. Hey, my name is Jessica Alvarez. Um, I am a library associate and Beaufort actually is my first branch and only branch. Um, I'm about to celebrate two years here tomorrow. So I feel like I've been here longer than that, but it's only been two years. <laughs> so what was it like when you first started working at Buford versus now, um, especially for Wanda in comparison with any other branches you may have worked at? Um, I have worked a little bit at Snellville. Um, actually, when I first started at, um, for the library system, I started at Buford for two years, then transferred to Snellville for three years and then came back to Buford. The biggest change for Buford since I first especially came back five years ago has been our passports. Um, that has changed um, the workflow and everything um, a tremendous amount. It's been a lot of fun. It's taken some getting used to, but it's a lot of fun. But that's probably the biggest change. Um, there's also been a good change in the community. The community is, very, is growing rapidly, and there's a lot of diversity that is coming into the community. So that's been a lot of fun to work with. And I'm still a newbie, so <laughs> Passports is always here. Um, although the biggest thing I would say is um, I do speak Spanish. So when I first started here, everybody was just like, Spanish speaker, let's go, marketing push. And so I did bring in a lot, when, like my marketing push of Spanish translation on flyers and whatnot. It, I did see a lot more of the community come in than what I, maybe like the first week, I was just like, I was told so much about the Spanish speaking community and then I did the push and then that definitely brought in a lot more people as well. But I'm still a newbie, so it's pretty much the same and not really passwords. Yeah, passwords was always here. <laughs> That's a great segue into our next question, which is Buford was the first branch to offer passport service. So can you talk about your experience with this service and let um other um, staff members around the system know what it's like to work at a branch? Um, so while everybody was still doing only like curbside, we were also doing curbside and passport services. So we've been nonstop with passports. Um, it used to be walk-ins only, but now we're doing appointments. Um, I would say we are still pretty busy, even though with like the whole situation, um, we are really still busy. Um, just for like some stats, in January, we did 198 passports with 106 photos. So that literally brought in about $9,000 of the revenue and stuff. Um, it has been picking up a lot more. But yeah, it, 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 we're still pretty steady with 
with regular customer service and then the customer service of passport side yeah we're still kicking <laughs> yeah when we first started it was it was a little bit stressful you know it's something new it's something that the library hasn't really done before um, you do get a good amount of training from the State Department. There's an online training that you do um, that is very intensive. Um, and then the first, probably for the first month that we got started, um, it was definitely a learning curve. Um, you see a lot of stuff that wasn't in your training. Um, some of those things that they um, emphasize in the training is going to be something you like, oh, I'm going to see this all the time. Yeah, you, you don't. don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but after probably about the first month or so where you're doing it and you're, you have one shift a day, um, we have our shifts in two hours blocks. Um, you get used to the rhythm, you get used to doing it. Um, for a little while, you're always looking at the manual to make sure you're doing everything correctly. But after a while, you, you just know it. Um, you just have those occasionally weird like this person was not born in the United States, but how are they getting the American citizenship? Because it's like through their parents. So what information do they need? Because it's a, a lot more paperwork then. Um, but it's 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 good. Um, it, it can be It can be very interesting, um, and it can, makes the time go fast. Um, yeah. Photos. We did not introduce photos to probably we've been doing passports for about a year that that takes actually I think that was a bigger learning curve to make sure we we're doing photos correctly than actually learning how to do the passport processing because um, you got to make sure the lighting's correctly correct um, there can be no shadows in the background they have to look a certain way can't we wearing glasses can't smile um, you can smile but no teeth um, so and then, yeah and then we just got recently the credit card swipe thing so that's yes, been a blessing yes. because some people roll up with like hundred dollar bills and they ask for change and we're like, I can't give you the change. Yeah. So that, that's been a blessing for sure. Yeah. Um, but at, once you get past the first initial hesitancy about doing it, it's really not that bad. I would tell the other branches not to really let it worry you that much because it's yeah. really most of the, most all the customers are really great that are coming for passports. Um, occasionally, you always get somebody that's not as great, but that's that's few and far far and between, yeah. and that's that's going to happen in any customer service world. Would Would you say the customer service application is different for passport customers as opposed to library customers, or do you kind of treat them the same way? Speaking for me, I would say that you have to be more stern with the passport people because, yeah, I mean. We have to follow the rules that the State Department sets. We can't follow like any other rules. It's like we're employed by them kind of thing or we're certified by them. So you do have to, sometimes they come in and they say, hey, how about you do it this way instead? And we're like, mm, can't do that. So we do have to be more strict um, for sure in our customer service. We can't get pushed over, I guess you would say. Sometimes they understand that we don't make the rules, but then sometimes they don't. And like Wanda said, they're like far and few in between. Like they're, they're, they're a lot more good people, <laughs> nice people out there yeah. that come in. And with the, with the people that have a hard time understanding, we can just send them straight to the State Department. Yeah. Since the State Department sets the rules. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, I, and I've heard that the library has better customer service, certainly than most other passport um, <laughs> locations where it's very much just a, a, a rudimentary thing and they just kind of push you through the process and you're just a number kind of but we still yeah, bring I think, yeah. our they do mention that a lot. 
people that come in for sure. Yeah. And I think for us, it helps um, a little bit that we're a walk-in service, obviously not at the moment we're doing appointments, but normally we're a walk-in service um, and all the other passport agencies in the area are appointment only, especially in the busy season, you can have to make an appointment a month or more in advance. So with us being walk-ins, it's much easier for families, for parents with the kids and everything. Um, it does make our weekends very busy. Um, and that is something the other branches should know. Um, during the weekdays, you might have a shift where you actually don't have passports. Um, but during the weekends, you will pretty much be busy the entire time you're doing passports. And before we would have families line up out the door, there'd be a line. Um, absolutely, we would have like one kiosk for only passport signing up. And they'll want to be like that one person in line just wants to get a library card. Uh, we did at the very beginning of passports. Um, it's, it's calmed down since then, but the first few months when we were doing it and it was um, cold because it was winter, we did have people on Sunday that would get here like at 9 a.m. with chairs and a space heater to line up at the door. Luckily, we have not seen that in a while. So Buford um, is one of our branches located near another um, county hall. Um, what makes the Buford Sugar Hill community unique? Um, I would say that we're just super diverse. We do service like different communities. And it's just, it, it's literally super diverse. And being so close to the county line, we even get those people sometimes come in. Yeah. Um, part of our, our uniqueness up here is not even just being close to the county line is that we have Beaufort City, mm -hmm. which is separated from the Glenack County. So we are serving two government systems, basically two um, school systems. Um, so when we do get a lot of people from the Hall County, um, we obviously give them out a county card, but if their children are in Beaufort City schools, then they are part of our, our branch out system so they can use their student number. Um, it can create some unique situations, you know, trying to balance um, both communities to make everybody happy. Um, but it can also be a lot of fun. Um, the school systems up here are super involved. So you can get a little bit of rivalry between the two school systems, which can be fun to balance out. Yeah, I don't know if you've been up here recently, Steve, but they just built a new high school for Buford and it is, it is massive. Huge. It is a three building Huge. complex. I've read about it on the news and seen how much money they put into that school. It, it, it's massive. Yeah, I, I saw the plans before I left. Um, and then I don't think they even started construction out of them. I think maybe they had cleared the land or something when I was still there, but um that's all at that point. So that, that's exciting that that's, that's open again. I know it gives space to their other schools too, because the other schools are kind of smooshing into the other buildings and taking over the old high school. And so they get more space for all their other grades as well. Yes. So they split the academy into two. They moved the middle school to the high school and split the academy into two academies. So it's been really good. So um, what is your favorite feature of the branch? And you can interpret that question how you'd like. <laughs> Pre-COVID, um, I did a lot of like the bilingual cultural programs. Um, so I would do bilingual story time and just seeing the, like I used to do them on Saturdays. So seeing the little kids try to practice their Spanish or being so like, a, like they love the book, the story, and they're just like, read it again. And it, I do miss for sure the bilingual stuff. So 
I think that's the best part because the community needs it and somebody that they can recognize and be like, hey, that person looks like me, that person speaks my language, would be great. That That's like the best part, I would say. And then um, actually recently as well, we started up a bilingual book club for adults. So it services the, the English speaking community and the Spanish speaking community. So if you wanna practice your English, you can read our book of the month in English. If you wanna practice your Spanish, you can read in Spanish. Um, we can converse in Spanish or English. I can ask the questions. So basically it is just to bring the two communities together and you know, relate to something that they both enjoy. And my thoughts are probably similar to Jessica's in that I really liked a lot of the programming we were able to do and we'll be able to do again, hopefully soon. Um, we had a lot of really good programs, like our tutoring program, which was going very well. Um, we had it every Wednesday night. Um, we had between five to 10 um, teen volunteers that would come in to do the tutoring. And we would get about uh, 15 to 20 kids coming in to be tutored every Wednesday. Um, we had just started right before COVID a uh, advanced math and physics help. We had one gentleman that was very strong in those skills um, and he was he was actually getting a lot of teens where definitely we were looking for somebody else to help him because he was getting about five to ten teens a night and it was just him for those two hours so um, that was a lot of fun. Um, we have a lot of really great programs. We've done a lot of cultural programs and culinary programs and we have like the steam squad which is still going on um, which is for a third to fifth graders and it's all about learning science projects and critical thinking skills. Um, we just did Universal Scribbles, um, which is our literary magazine that we hope to keep going um, for the teens. Um, and this um, issue of the magazine was all about the teens and how 2020 had impacted them. So we got a lot of great artwork and essays and poems and that seemed to go really well. The teens really enjoyed that. So it's having these programs and being able to work with the community. That's really great. Give us a Buford branch pitch. Why should people visit your branch? Of course, when you are open. <laughs> yes. Let me do your jingle. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. So I do have a, well, it's not like a jingle. It's like a, I guess a slogan I just made up maybe like 20 minutes ago. Um, it, it's um, come to Buf or customer services through the roof. <laughs> but like, I love that. But that really does sum it up. Um, if, hey, Jessica, if it's a jingle, you got to sing it for us then, right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not singing. It's okay. We, we, we can save everybody from hearing me sing. But I think it does sum it up a lot. We do, since Buford was my only branch that I've ever worked at, it does make me proud of working here, for sure, because the customers are, like, if a, like a Spanish speaker does come up, and they start speaking to one of my English only speaking coworkers, they are like, hey, let me, I'm still gonna help you, but let me go grab somebody that can help you too. And I, this, just the effort of like helping the Spanish speaking community is great. I, I love that so much, but it, the customer service does make me really proud of working here, for sure, for sure. Yeah, the customer service here is really great. Um, staff is really great about trying to find all the ways we can help the community. We did the book bundles 
we were the first branch to start the book bundle. So, and that has gone extremely well. Um, we actually don't have a lot of, people put stuff on hold, but we have a majority of our people here um, actually come up and ask us to go find books for them. You know, they'll come and they'll get the bundles or they're like, this is who I like, go find everything on the shelf for me. Um, so that's been a lot of fun. Um, you know, in our, we've been pushing really hard for our meal distribution, which we do. Um, we, we only started it back up in January. So for the first five weeks of this year, we've already given out 680 meals. So, um, and that's actually a community effort because we have a lot of people that have spread the word. Um, our mailman who comes and picks up our passport every day, he actually picks up meals while he's here to take to people in the community that he knows needs them and can't get them. So um, I just really love how much the community comes in with us and we all find ways to work together. And to bounce off of Wanda, what Wanda said is like the Reader's Advisory, they trust us to give them like good recommendations and books. And we do also um, window displays. So I know some people that come up specifically just to see what we have on display or what we like, what our theme is. Like um, beginning of the year, we did a, uh, like a new year's resolution, try something new. Um, so we did, you know, our circulation did go up because of that and our just readers advisory for sure. But yeah, it's just teamwork, teamwork and customer service. I would say those are the, like the words that would wrap up Buford. Have there been any like virtual programs that have been particularly successful for you guys or? Uh, Universal Scribbles did go well. Um, that was some of it was virtual, some of it was them just turning stuff in. Uh, we did have a guest author, um, Patty, as a friend with a published author. Um, her name is Katie Gardner. We do have her two books in um, the teen area, and she came and she gave two talks about publishing and being a writer. Um, it was actually really great because she writes. Um, her teen books are writing about people with disabilities because she um, lost her leg when she was a teen and she was a ballet dancer. And so that is a lot of what's in her writing. And it's really, the teens really had a chance to really ask questions for somebody that has understanding. And, you know, she was really great about sharing her story. Thank you, Wanda and Jessica for sharing um... All, everything about the Buford branch. And as soon as things get back to normal, I can't wait to go over there and visit you guys. Buford is um, on my list of branches I haven't visited yet. So can't wait to see you. Thank you. We can't thanks wait to for see coming you. on. Yeah, thanks for having Thank us. you for your time.